Safer Chemicals Podcast. Sound science on harmful chemicals. Welcome back to the Safer Chemicals Podcast. Today, Katja vom Hofe, the chair of our enforcement forum, joins us. Together, we'll dive into the latest developments from the forum's June meeting. Now, you might be wondering what exactly the Enforcement Forum is all about. Well, you can think of it as a dynamic network of enforcement authorities from the European Union and the European Economic Area. Their task is to collaborate and coordinate efforts in enforcing the EU's chemicals legislation. This work helps to ensure the safety and compliance of chemicals. One of the ways they achieve this is through these EU-wide enforcement projects, which often involve multiple countries working together. These projects yield valuable results that assist authorities in identifying areas where there's low compliance, and in some cases, even triggering the necessary changes to the law to address any shortcomings. This episode is particularly significant because it marks the end of Katya's role as the forum chair. We'll have the opportunity to hear her reflections on her time as chair and discover the forum's biggest achievements under her leadership. It's a unique chance to gain insights from someone who's been at the forefront of promoting chemical safety and enforcement. We'll also delve into the upcoming REACH enforcement project that was on the agenda during the forum's meeting. We're eager to learn if any decisions have been made regarding the project's scope and timing. Katya will be guiding us to shed light on these developments. So, without further ado, let's jump right into the conversation and kick off this episode of the Safer Chemicals podcast. As usual, quite a few topics on the agenda, Katya. Anything in particular you'd like to highlight? Hi, Adam. Thank you for having me. We had a very, very good meeting last week where we looked into shaping the future of the forum. As you said, we uh, chose the topic of a major enforcement project for 2025. Um, we elected the new chair and vice chairs for the next three years. And we even took a look at the first draft of the forum work program for the upcoming years. So that all combined was very helpful as we have a potentially turbulent time coming up with reach revision. And so it's good to plan ahead as much as possible and to provide some steer to the forum. Well, let's then move on to the next REF project. So can you tell us what was discussed and whether something was decided that you could already share with our listeners? We chose the REF 13 project. Um, as um, some of you may already know, um, our REF projects are one of the outputs that the forum is most known for. And that's because almost all member states participate in them. It means that inspectors all across Europe address the same topic at the same time, following the same inspection manual, the same questionnaire, the same rules. And um, that, of course, helps to generate a level playing field for industry. And that's why our REF projects are so important. And um, during this meeting, we chose the topic for our 13th project, REF 13, and it was a pretty close call, but the proposed topic that was chosen was the enforcement of chemical products that are sold online. So inspectors will check products such as, for example, toys or household goods or chemicals and many, many more um, for compliance with the REACH and CLP duties. Under CLP, um, inspectors will also check that um, mixtures are classified, that they are labeled and packaged in line with the regulation, and that online offers include all the required information about the hazards of the mixture. Inspectors may also check compliance with restrictions under the persistent organic pollutants regulations. That's the POPs regulation, as we call it. That's an export legislation. And we might look also at the Restriction of Hazardous Substances Directive, um, the ROSE Directive, that's the one dealing with electronics. 
All right. Very interesting. Sounds like a very wide scope uh, then in terms of everything that it covers. Um, and why did you choose this area to look at in particular? I seem to remember that we we already had online sales as part of a previous project. Yeah, indeed, uh, we did. It, it's a project that we had before um, during our Ref8 project, uh, which um, was running right in the middle of the pandemic. And during this project, during Ref8, we found very high rates of non-compliance. They went as high as 78% even um, for some restrictions. And that in itself, that non-compliance rate would be enough um, motivation for us to address online sales again. But we had a couple other reasons too. Um, as we all know, online sales are growing, continuously growing, and they enable or create a sales environment, if you so will, that allows businesses to sell directly to consumers, which are somewhat vulnerable group in this setting. And um, another reason why we chose the topic again was that the legal landscape is different compared to a few years ago. There's a new um, horizontal legislation. There's the new um, Digital Services Act, General Product Safety Regulation. And there are a couple new provisions under the CLP that address online sales now. And we hope that the new legal texts will help inspectors to address online sales even better. And we'll be able to test this in practice to see how the legislations align and whether everything's covered. Okay, so it's it's really about, I guess, doing what you did the last time, bringing in the new pieces of legislation into the mix also. But mm-hmm. is there anything else that will change in terms of scope or the way that you do the inspections that's different from the first time around? Um, we don't know that yet fully because we haven't fully um, decided on the scope. So what we usually do with forum projects is we, we decide on the general scope, the general topic of the project first. And then in the next couple of steps, we set up a working group that prepares the project. And that group of people is going to make um, a proposal for the specific scope of the project. So there, we might be including a couple of other elements in there, but we don't know that yet for sure. So um, I'm, it's not like I don't want to give anything away, but it's more like we haven't even decided um, yet. What we might do is further look into a cooperation with online marketplaces, hopefully give them the tools to also comply, control compliance of online offers from their side more proactively. But again, that's something to be decided when we look at the scope of the, of the project in one of our future meetings. And, and actually, one thing I realized we didn't touch upon is timing. Um, is there anything you can say about that? When will this um, take place? Yeah, the well, for the for for everybody, the operational phase is probably the one that's the most significant one because that's when the inspectors go out and um, do the um, inspections, and that's going to be happening um, in 2025. So we'll start in January and in in December of that year. For the forum, for us, the the planning phase is, is probably just as important, and that's going to be starting in the beginning of 2024 already. So we'll set up a working group, and they have a year to prepare the project, um, draft the manual and the questionnaire and everything that inspectors need to do this. We'll do training for inspectors in 2024 on that topic again. And then in 2025, everybody's going to be sent out um, for inspections. And then the results and uh, the report of the projects are going to be available in 2026. Very useful to have the the timeline also also outlined. So thanks thanks a lot for that. Um, yeah, I mean, in terms of then the next steps, you mentioned already that this will be further kind of um, narrowed down in your future meetings. Uh, the next meeting of the forum, I guess, will be in November. Yeah, in November. Okay, in November, so hopefully, yeah. uh, whoever is the new chair will then also join us here in the studio and uh, and give us all the all the juicy details uh, once <laughs> once we get more information on that. Maybe we then move on to. Well, sadly, your last meeting uh, was now uh, chairing the forum, and and, and I understood uh, the forum had already selected a new chair or chairs, also the vice chair. Um, are you able to tell us 
who they are and what is the timeline for handing over all the work? Uh, I'm I'm stepping back. Um, we have it in our rules of procedure that that every chair can only be reelected um, once for a total of six years, and this was my second term. So uh, I'm stepping back now, and I'm very happy to say that the forum elected an excellent new chair. Um, my colleague and former vice chair of the forum from Sweden, Henrik Hedlund, um, is going to be the chair for the next three years. The current chair and vice chairs complete the mandates next week, and the new chairs then take over immediately after that. What we did this time to make the transition even smoother is that we involved all potential candidates in the preparation for this meeting already so that they could take like a first glance at the pre meeting preparation and everything like the setup and, and um, discussing the, the agenda and everything. And yeah, with the results of the election now, we'll have, uh, of course, some continuity as uh, Henrik was on the previous chairs panel. Um, I myself will be continuing on the chairs panel because I was elected as a vice chair. And we have a new vice chair um, from Cyprus, Maria Orfanu. And I'm sure she will do absolutely great as our new vice chair. Um, she's had a lot of experience in the forum already, has been a member for many, many years. So, yeah, I very much look forward to working in this group for the next three years then. Well, glad to hear that you're still uh, st still involved in the work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess with all the experience you've gained, it would be a big loss to lose all that from the forum. So really, really happy to hear that. And also very happy to hear that the new chairs have been elected and looking forward to getting them onto the hot seat uh, yeah. next time for the, for the <laughs> podcast. But um, if we can Thank then you. go go on to the um, to kind of your reflections. So, so what are your thoughts? What were the biggest kind of achievements of the forum during your wow. term? Biggest achievements. Well, um, yeah, tough to answer because I feel like the forum has so many tasks and activities that we do. And uh, I think we delivered quite some high quality work and achieved our goals in, in each of these areas, which is great because I, I always feel like we have come such a long way from the start of the forum, not just during my chairmanship, but since the beginning, really, where enforcement was always at the end of each process, always a bit overlooked and forgotten. And now we are smack in the middle of all the major processes, uh, evaluation and restrictions, authorizations, everything. Now enforcement is considered to be very important, which is it, it is, because if you make rules and nobody enforces them, they kind of, I don't want to say pointless, but they are uh, obviously not as effective uh, as if you can enforce them. And now everybody's looking forward to that. And right. um, I think the forum role has involved, uh, has evolved over the last couple of years as well. So now we're a very well-functioning, dynamic, proactive body that delivers on the mandate, which is harmonization of enforcement. And we're now recognized for it, which is very nice. And um, yeah. And even when we look at the, the chemical strategy for sustainability that the commission drew up just a while ago, um, there are not too many changes expected and foreseen for the forum, which usually indicates the legislator considers that the forum is, is one of the elements of the current system that works pretty well. So I'm very happy about that. Well, if we still come back to the achievements a little bit, is there anything else yeah. you would like to highlight? Oh, if I had to, if I had to pick some of our achievements, I think there are a few projects that stand out, quite recent ones, really. Ref 8, which was done in, in 2020 on online sales and, and Ref 9, our project from 2021 on authorization. Those were pro projects where we addressed topics that were very sought after at the time. And they still are. I mean, they're still hot topics for enforcement. And. For these projects, the forum delivered very good, very robust project results, very good data on compliance or non-compliance in the EU. And we met these high expectations that, that everybody had on these projects, and that made me very proud. 
And then, of course, we, there was the development of a couple of major documents for enforcement. Um, we had a we developed an interlinks guide where we laid down the rules and processes for ECA and the member states enforcement authorities to work together. Major document that everybody looks to when it comes to communication and cooperation. Our work programs that we developed, and maybe one other area that that I feel is, is very important and is growing to be even more important is restrictions, of course, because the forum has a mandate to look into each new proposal for a restriction and inform, uh, to inform the commission if the proposal will be enforceable. And for me, that's a very important task, of course, since restrictions need to be enforceable in order to be truly helpful for like protection of human health and the environment and everything. So, and we've grown a lot in that area as well. So, yeah. These were probably a lot of achievements. We were able to do all this because we had a significant increase in member engagement and buy-in. And that's something I'm also very proud of, that everybody in the forum seems to be very motivated to make it work, even though everybody has limited resources. But they've given their everything to, to just make sure it's working and progressing smoothly. Well, you you kind of already touched upon this by by mm. talking about the restrictions and the kind of the the future, I'd say, challenges that that there are still to overcome. Um, if we then look a little bit forward, where do you see the future of the forum in the coming years? I think we're going to be having interesting times ahead. I should say uh, there's going to be a number of of challenges that the forum will face. As you know, there's the new reach revision coming up, and uh, Commission is also drafting the basic regulation uh, for ECA. And we might get a new mandate under either one of those legislative texts. So the mandate might be probably a bit broadened. Um, of, of course, nothing is set in stone yet. Um, so it's, it's all a bit speculative to, to talk about it. But there might be more tasks, uh, more mandates uh, coming from that side. There are new legislations coming in that ECHA might take on in the future. And the challenge is that usually the resources are not increased at the same time. So we're right. working... Yeah, on more tasks with the same resources, the same personnel that we have at the moment. Another challenge is probably that our partners get new mandates. Um, so, of course, we have actors that or, or groups that we work closely together with, such as our customs authorities, and they get a new mandate on the REACH. So that much is pretty certain under the REACH revision. There is um, the European anti-fraud bureau, OLAF, which is getting a new role under reach. And that's a new partner for us to work with. Then the ECA secretariat might get a couple more tasks under the reach revision that um, are linked closely to enforcement. And so what we have to do is to strengthen our cooperation with these partners. Um, we've done that in the past, but I think it's, it's going to be even more important in the future that we collaborate very closely together, that we use all the synergies that we can use to make this work. I think it's, it's pretty clear that more consideration is given to enforcement and enforceability of new laws than it was in the past. But the flip side is that more resources will be needed. So hopefully we'll be able to, to get them in the next few years so, so we can fulfill our role. Okay, yeah, I took the resource point as being quite quite an important mm -hmm. one there with uh, with all the new partners and new, new possibly new tasks that will yeah. will uh, need to be done. All right, then that brings us really to the end of end of the episode. I I want to thank you, Katya, first of all for you know joining us uh, every month to uh, well almost every month at least to talk about <laughs> the, the highlights from the meetings. Uh, it's been a pleasure to have you with us, and glad to hear that you will still be staying staying somehow in the in the work still as vice chair. So that's really good news. I hope we get a chance to even get. 
you back on the podcast sometime soon. Thank you very much, Adam. Uh, as always, uh, it's been a pleasure. So uh, yeah, hopefully I'll join. I'll, I'll be able to join you in, in the future as well. Thank you. For our listeners, if you want to know more about the Enforcement Forum and the results of past projects, you can check the links in the episode description. Um, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can do that at ecot.europa.eu forward slash podcasts. Thank you for listening and stay safe. Safer Chemicals Podcast. Sound science on harmful chemicals. Mm-hmm.